The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. This is the official Super Bowl Pick Show, live in person with Pete Frisco. You know, I just realized you have a, what's up, everybody? It's like your catchphrase intro. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, no, it is. I do it every show. It's sort of yeah, become a... it's become your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's your thing. It's your yeah. Will Brinson. You like catchphrases. Also joining us live via... Uh, some sort of video technology. RJ White. RJ, what's up, buddy? Not much. You look like you guys are having fun out there. Great view, hanging out, ready for the Super Bowl. I'm sure Pete's ready to get this game going. <laughs> it's always the longest week in, in, in the NFL. So, um, you know, let's get it done. Let's get these picks in and get some winners. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for some football. We got a bunch of picks on here. We're going to go. For, we got our best bets, our props. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six, smash that like button. Give us a comment with your favorite Super Bowl prop. Go ahead and hit the uh, subscribe, the alert button. Get all of get all the uh, you get the emergency podcast when we go live. You get alerted on your phone or your, or your computer or your iPad, whatever you wherever you do your YouTube. And, and if you're listening on Spotify, give us a five star rating. Of course, the Pick Six Podcast Show four to five p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports HQ. Been doing it all week. Been a blast with the boys. Conference championship records. All above 500. Four and one again. Four and one. I'm 10 and three in the, in the playoffs. Too bad you had such a crappy regular season. No kidding. RJ, three and two. I've had a great uh, regular season and postseason. Ten, 10 and six in the playoffs for Pete. 10 and three for me. Six and seven for RJ. RJ, do you are you going to attempt? We're going to try and do spread, turtle, MVP picks, bunch of props. Um, Not really. No reason. To, let's just dive into the game. All right? Yeah. All right. So Pete, you picked the Bengals to win the game on our on the site. Yeah, walk me through this. And you actually believe that there's a chance. We were, we've been talking about this today. You think there's a chance the Rams' best weapon, Cooper Cup, might get neutralized? I do. And uh, I I went back and watched Mike Hilton play Cooper Cup when he was with the Rams, and Mike Hilton was with the Steelers a couple years ago, 2019. And you know how many catches Cooper Cup had in that game? None. Zero. Didn't catch a ball. And I went back and I was just showing Justin Page, our uh, crack uh, researcher. Yeah. And by the way, shout out to our research team. Yes. All those guys. Justin, who's here, they all do a fantastic job. And shout out to all the people behind the scenes 
who you know who like because yes. oh, they're working their they oh, work they, are. they work their tails off. Absolutely. Everybody in Fort Lauderdale, everybody in Stanford, everybody here in LA have worked their tails off Absolutely. all week to Absolutely. create great content. So I went back and we was just we were just watching it myself. I I had watched it before and I was showing Justin Page and they did a great job on Cooper Cup. Now he had help. Don't get me wrong. And and I would play the exact same way. You, if if Cup is in that slot, which he's in there a lot, and and, and I'm from the Rams, I'm going to move him outside. You help with the safety and take him away and let everybody else beat you. If Beckham beats me, fine. If Van Jefferson beats me, fine. I'm not going to let Cooper Cup beat me. So, and I think that that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to limit him. Uh, I think on the other side of the ball, the ball is going to get out quickly, and it has to double Donald no matter what. Every, and again, it goes back to the best player in this best player on that defense, maybe the best player in the world, Aaron Donald. You make sure he doesn't beat you. If Von Miller and Floyd beat you, they beat you. But you got to double Donald. No matter what. If you normally come up and you come to the line of scrimmage and you got Donald on the left side and three guys on the right, you might slide your protection to the right side. You're not doing that. You're going to block Donald. So you, you think the Bengals offensive line can win against the Rams defensive line? Well, or enough? Enough. The ball gets out. Joe Burrow, is he going to get sacked nine times in this game? Well, if he is, the Rams are the Bengals of are course. winning. And he, and he won that game getting sacked nine times. He's not going to get sacked nine times. The ball's going to get out. He did a much better job last week. He escaped pressure, uh, and I think there's going to be uh, situations where he hits those big shots down the field. So I like the Bengals to win the game. I think Matt Stafford will have a good game. I think they'll throw the football. He'll turn it over once or twice, though. Yeah, I think he has a turnover. And, and here's the thing. When you play the way the Bengals play, and they had a great plan last week, two weeks ago, against the Chiefs. Yep. I mean, they played off. They dropped. I watched that game again, and some of the things they did were incredible, very creative on the back end. And Mahomes got frustrated. You're supposed to run the ball in those scenarios. They were getting six, seven, eight yards on those runs, and they stopped. The Rams will run the ball, which might, you know, get them out of that eventually. But I think the Rams will run the ball. And then you hit some shots down the field. Having said all that, I think Joe Burrow's going to play the game of, another game of his life. I think defensively, I think the Bengals are better than people give them credit for defense. But they're both, both offenses are going to score. So I like the Bengals to win the game. On a late field goal by McPherson. Wow. You... 31-30. And I love the over in this game as well. RJ, something tells me that you might have a different feeling about uh, the turtle and potentially the, the winner of this game than, uh, than Prisco does. Yeah, everything Pete said makes a lot of sense. You could definitely see the Bengals winning this game. I don't think that they're they're, you know, don't deserve to be here by any means. They're playing, you know, hell of good football at this point. So I don't want to take anything away from them. Uh, they have been winning and advancing, but they've been doing so without winning the net yards battle in any playoff game. And that's a little bit of a red flag to me when teams, you know, pull out these wins, but they're not outgaining the other team. I'm thinking maybe they don't quite deserve these wins. You know, maybe it's a little bit of luck there. And, and you know, the Rams haven't had that problem since these offenses had just one long touchdown drive against each of Tennessee and Kansas City. The second touchdown was off an interception. So I think they'll need to put long drives together to win. I don't think they'll get a lot of long touchdown passes against a Ram defense which ranks second versus deep passes for, per, per football outsider. So I don't agree that they're going to hit some big shots. I think that it's going to be tough to do so against this defense. Um, the Rams defense likely expects front four to get pressure any, against the suspect offensive line, even if they're they're doubling some, like Pete's saying, um, and they'll have the freedom to take away deep shots. I think they'll play you know the, those guys deep, those safeties deep, and and just not get beat by the big play. That Cincy D has been awesome. You know, at, at Pete's right there, particularly in the second half against the Chiefs. Um, struggled on first down, 
struggled in the red zone in the regular season, and they also struggled against deep passes. So the Rams offense does an even better job than Cincy offense on that. So Cincy could definitely win. I think the Rams build an early lead, and their, their pass rush and defense get home, and it doesn't let Burrow back in the game. Yeah, I'm on the Rams here too. and I, You're not as confident in it as RJ is, though. Oh, I'm real confident. Oh, you are? Yeah, I'm going right, to release it as an official 10-unit whale play. What? Yeah, ten unit. Will, Will Brinson gives out where play? It's a running joke. I'm in this chat and and like I'm actually two and zero on whale plays so far this year. I had Niners and then uh, I think it was actually was it maybe it was Rams last week. Oh no, it was, it was Niners against Packers and then Rams against somebody else. But also whale play. If you're watching live, I guess we're not live on YouTube. But Wake Forest minus three is a whale play against NC State tonight. We'll see if that covers. I, look, I just think the I think the Rams are just a way better team. Do you, you know, your points are so good. I'm hearing them twice right now. I know. I'm getting an echo too. It's driving me absolutely it's amazing. Insane. I mean, I, I I like hearing myself a great deal, but I don't want to hear myself twice. I hear you twice. That's a bad thing. <laughs> I know. I've got two Pete Priscos in my ear right now. Oh my god, that's a hard story. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I I just think, and I, I understand. I I like your idea of how that concept that, that, that game plan would work and how they would attack that way. I think these teams are going to come out really conservative and run the ball a bunch. And I, I, I think Zach Taylor, it, this is a big stage for him. You know, this is, we saw Sean McVay in his first Super Bowl against Bill Belichick and he was conservative and he was, you know, they took away, his, they took away what he does. Belichick took away the wide zone and he had no counter for it. Right. I, it look, I agree with you in one point. If the Bengals come out and are conservative early in the game, they're done. Yeah. Done. Finished. Over. It's gone. I just don't – you saw Zach Taylor in the AFC Championship game. I mean, he was sitting there running the football in first down every like single it. time. Nobody liked it. And may, maybe the Super Bowl becomes a tendency buster, but I don't think that's the case. I think he's going to come out and try and get some positive yards to ease back the, the pass rush and get Joe Burr in convertible third-down situations. I, I don't believe – I don't. I don't. I think he's going to. I think he's going to let it go. So you think Zach Taylor is going to come out like letting Joe Burrow sling it? If he does it, the game's over. That's my my I, look. I'm looking at this from a strictly from a football standpoint, not from a big moment, whatever. If you play this team and you allow them to dictate third down to you, you're dead. Yeah. So dictate to them. Allow yourself to be the dictator instead of the one doing getting dictated to. And I think that's what he's going to do. Okay. See, I right, so we're still on the similar page then, because yeah. I because I do I don't think they're going to do that. I think they'll come oh, out I do. and run them first down. What make I mean? If you talk, is this like no? I'm just I'm just, just from a from, from a, a football schematic standpoint. If you don't do it, you're committing game time suicide. I I agree. I I don't think they're going to do it. Like I I, I I agree with you. If I, I think Zach Taylor is smart enough to figure it out. If I have Joe Burrow, I'm coming out and pew, 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 pew. Right, dictated tempo. I don't think they'll do that. I think they're going to try to run the ball. I think Sean McVay is going to be fairly conservative too because he remembers losing the Super Bowl the last time. I do think he'll eventually put his foot on the gas. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of points. I like the first quarter under. I love the full game under. I really love the first half under too. Don't you think though the last time he played, it was it, he didn't adjust by dictating throwing and getting up he because they took away remember they played that six-man front the Patriots did they took away his wide zone and he never really adjusted to it by what he should have done is spread him out and thrown it yeah, yeah and I think he might have adjusted to that too I think you're wrong I think they're both going to play freer and looser than you think they are right, then yeah then I'll be way off base so I but I like the under the spot RJ what do you think about the turtle here 
Yeah, it opened at 50 on Sunday, was at 48 and a half by Monday, and it stayed there. Um, I like the under better than the over with how strong Cincy's defense has been in the postseason, coming off that massive second half against Kansas City. I think the game could start slowly, like most Super Bowls have the last few years. Have some scoring in the second quarter. I think points could be hard to come by in the second half since he's D is number one in points per game allowed in the third quarter. They're great at making adjustments defensively there. So think about playing that second half under at halftime, especially if we get a little bit higher scoring first half. Um, a lot of points toward the end of this, the first half, and people start expecting, oh, they're getting loose now. We're going to have a big game there. I think since he comes out, can make some adjustments defensively and, and keep it a more lower scoring third quarter. So I'm looking to the under overall 48 and a half but I'd probably be looking to play it live once it looks like scoring start to ramping up, considering I think there's going to be some adjustments after halftime made by Cincy. Yeah, and Cincy's defense, I mean, look, all credit in the world to Lou Anarumo for that second-half adjustment. I mean, unbelievable what they did against Patrick Mahomes. Well, they did it in the first half, too. There was a misconception about that. He did okay. it in the first half, too. He just – well, Mahomes was, was better. Patrick Mahomes panicked. Well, Sam Hubbard said on Chris Long's podcast uh, this past week that – they changed up how they were rushing to more of a contained rush. They wanted they, – because Mahomes was – you know, they were get, they were almost getting home and he was getting out. He was having those big scrambles. And in, in a rumor at halftime, he said they told him to play more contained rush and then the drop in the eight and everything. Yeah, they did some really creative stuff in the second there. I, I, look, that plan was outstanding, and, and Mahomes pressed, but he also missed some guys too. Uh, you know, on the, on the third down sack that he took late in the game, when they remember they had a first and goal to five and he, he threw an incompletion, then he got sacked and then he took the really bad sack and fumbled on that play. He has, it, it, they played cover, cover two with, with um, Tampa two with yeah, the yeah. guy in the middle of the field. They ran the perfect play. They had Hill in the deep right over the top at the back of the end line. And they had Kelsey in the middle. All he had to do is throw it to Kelsey. It's a touchdown. He never threw it. He never saw him. He didn't throw it. It was a touchdown. He, the got, game's he over. got spooked. Yeah. Do you think, you think, I mean, I know Matthew Stafford's never played in the Super Bowl, but do you think, RJ, do you think, where are you at on Stafford in this game in terms of how he's going to play? Because I would, you, know, you, got the, you, know, you like the Rams, you like the under. I would assume you think that Matthew Stafford then has a pretty good game. I think it'll be pretty solid. Um, I don't think he's going to light light up the scoreboard, three touchdowns, four touchdowns, that type of thing, since his defense is too good for that. I think he'll have a solid game. Uh, he He's my pick for MVP when we get to MVP, just because I think the Rams are going to win, and you take the quarterback there, and you have a pretty good value there. But um, though there's some decent long shots you know, in the MVP race as well. But Stafford, I think it's just you know people are wanting to crown him, put him in the Hall of Fame already if he wins this game. So I'm sure Brinson will be in – Brinson will be rallying the press box to uh, to name him MVP so we can make sure that he locks in that Hall of Fame resume. So you do, you, you, you do have to admit that this Hall of Fame thing's gotten some steam. It's gotten picked up like pretty good, right? I've done a pretty good job of it. You're not the only one who said it. There I'm the one other, who started it. There are other buffoons out there too. Everyone's he's not a tailing. lock. He's not a lock if he wins. If he wins, if he plays three or four more years, he's a stone cold lock. No, I don't. He, the numbers would just be so gonna, good. Are we going to put every quarterback from this generation in? No, I mean, the, just the numbers are going to be so, so good. So any quarterback who wins a Super Bowl from this generation is in. We're all – think about it. Go back five no, years. No, 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 no. Let's, go, you, let's go back – You finished top five in all wait, the major statistics. Let's go back five years. Ready? Of all the quarterbacks playing five years ago, okay. all of them. Yeah. Where are the Hall of Famers? Peyton, because he was playing five years yeah, ago. Yeah, Peyton, Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, Stafford. Wilson. Wilson. Eli Manning. Eli. Rivers. Rivers. Ben. Ben. We we'll put them all in. That's nine guys. All nine of those guys. But the difference is, you got to remember, those guys played such an extended period of time. Like most of those guys would already be in the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, I get it, but we can't just be putting every quarterback in automatically. Oh, okay. And in your well, argument okay, about the stats, I mean, about that. 
he's going to have he's going to have the raw stats right but like he, how many meaningful games did he play in detroit people are going to look at the first 10 11 years of his career and be like you know if he's so great why are, why are they not winning playoff games you know he pulled up all these stats with bad See, defenses I, I, and uh, what's I, his I, record against winning what's his record against winning teams i think i think Three or four years with Sean McVay in Los Angeles. And I do think he'll, even if yes, he might get there. But you say he's a lock if he wins this lock. No. And, and I love Matt Stafford. People, I've always liked watching people, Matt Stafford. People are going to come to the conclusion that it wasn't Stafford in Detroit. It was Detroit bringing Stafford down. Because nobody can win in Detroit. All right. And again, I go back to my argument about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's numbers are better. And. He's got an MVP. He didn't win a ring, but he has an MVP. If, he should have won a ring. If he'd won the ring, he'd be going to the Hall of Fame block. Yeah, I don't. I still don't think he would be an automatic yeah, block. Automatic. No, I don't. You already putting Russell Wilson in. By the time Russell Wilson's done playing, it's not. That's the good. same argument. Yeah, he's. But Russell Wilson has one, and he should have two. Um. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will rip through. Oh, right, so just to clarify, Pete Fingles and over RJ and I Rams and under. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll give out some prop bets for the Super Bowl. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, so we minimum three props each to try and get, you know, in the in the mix here. Uh, you can do a first touchdown score if you're trying to walk down the leader in the playoffs, <laughs> hypothetically. Uh, why don't you kick us off with your first prop? <laughs> the leader in the playoffs. You had an awful regular season. You wouldn't even made the playoffs. <laughs> You'd have been eliminated. Hey, You'd we... be working on your draft stuff already. What are you talking about? You'd be fired. You're Joe Judge. <laughs> what are you I'd talking be, about? I'd be an NFL Network talking about <laughs> You're Joe Judge. <laughs> All right, give us, give us one of your props, Pete. We'll go around the horn. Pete, you give one, then RJ, you can give one. And I'll give All right, one. I'm going to go Cooper Cup under 104. All right, wait, you know what? I screwed up. Let's go MVP first. All right. Okay. So, I, I mean, this is probably going to be is easy. Yeah. We're I'll, all going to, we're going to go, I'm going to go Joe Burrow because yeah. I think the Bengals win if and you, I think he plays well. If you, if you think the Bengals are going to win, you have to bet Joe Burrow MVP. Of course. Because it's plus 220. Well, if you think the Rams are going to win, you get value on the money line if you get Stafford. I do think there's a case to be made that um, uh, someone like a, Odell Beckham, Donald, Aaron Donald, or Von Miller could be Super Bowl yeah, if they double. Think about that. If they double Aaron Donald the entire game and Von Miller's in one-on-one situations, he could have one of those games like he had against uh, the Carolina. If it's like a 21-10 final score, which yeah. is not – I mean, it's no, entirely possible. Happen, but I, wait, wait, I mean, it's not the likely – But if he got three sacks, forced fumble, and, and touchdown. That's yeah. It, it, yeah, exactly. So, or even just three. Okay, yeah. my pick is Joe Burrow. Okay, Joe Burrow at plus 220 for Pete. What about you, RJ? My pick's Matt Stafford, plus 120. Got to go with the quarterback. But my hedge is uh, for a Bengals win. Do we talk about the defensive players? Do you know what the, the four defensive MVPs this century have in common in those games? 
Uh, who is it? Vaughn. Who are the four? Who are the four? Vaughn, Dexter Jackson. Wait, four MVP. Um, four. Malcolm Smith. Uh, Malcolm and, Smith. And um, I can't remember the other one offhand, but what in history? No, this century. In history? Yeah. Oh, did. Oh, this oh, century. century. Oh, okay. oh, I was going to say. Because there was a, there was defensive players who won it. There. Yeah. What, and, what do they have? They, 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 they scored right. a touchdown it's or they. No, so what happened is uh, in each one, each of their teams had four takeaways. So you have this massive turnover game where teams are giving the ball away and you start looking for guys on defense to give it to and you come up with the best guys there. So I think if uh, – and then three of those cases, the last three of those cases huh? were underdogs. So um, so I think if it happens here and the Bengals have a good game um, and their whole – and Matthew Stafford's making mistake after mistake and the Bengals end up winning this game, maybe the Rams defense is playing well. My long shot play will be Trey Hendrickson at 60-1. to one. You know, with those four four Super Bowls with takeaways, I got to figure if he gets like a forced fumble, a batted ball up in the air, and a pick, a, a couple sacks. Stafford's playing horribly, and the Bengals go out and win a game, seventeen to nine, or some some low scoring game. That he's going to be in play as their best defensive player. So that would be my long shot hedge for a Bengals win is, is Hendrickson at sixty to one. But definitely my main pick is uh, Matthew Stafford at plus one twenty. What is Mike Hilton, by the way? He would be my long shot. If he locks down Cooper Cup and he gets a pick or a pick six or something along the way, that's that a, would be a hell of you a You are all over Mike Hilton. Uh, he, he's a good player, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah he also could player. get a sack because he blitzes too in that defense. He is a hundred to one. I would. Uh, that would be something that would be. All interesting. right. Well, we'll give you a you you get a uh, Burrow is my yeah. pick, but I would take Mike Hilton as my long shot. So RJ's got Burrow with no, a Hendrickson. Stafford. Stafford, Stafford. Stafford with a Hendrickson hedge in case right. the Bengals win. Right. You've got. Burrow and, and Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton is a long shot. I'm going to take Stafford as my pick because I do think – I think with either of these quarterbacks, I mean, yes, there's a possibility a receiver could get it. But I think with these quarterbacks, the narrative is so strong. Like right. Stafford overcomes, wins Super Bowl, Hall of Fame chatter. Well, Burrow, mean, they, you know, don't lose. You can't bet against Joe Burrow. I'll take Von Miller as my long shot, 40-1 to 1 for Von Miller. Was it the Ravens where, where Chase had 200 – uh, what game was that where he had 200 – Chiefs, 226. Yeah, with three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would do it. But see, Burrow's Burrow never- had Burrow like okay. The game against the Ravens, Chase had another big game against the Ravens. Yeah. And Burrow threw for five hundred. Yeah, Bur- yeah five hundred's going to win the MVP. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's the thing is, and I don't think you can con- any if Chase goes an- bananas. Burrow's going bananas. Right. So and like same thing. And it's not like it's going to only be Chase if he goes Correct. bananas because Higgins will get his and, yeah. and Boyd will get it. And, and same thing with Cooper Cup. If Cooper yeah. Cup goes crazy or Odell goes crazy, Stafford's going Stafford's crazy. Stafford's going to win. Yeah. So I think I think the smart play if you are betting on the MVP, like maybe let's at least cover your other wagers with a wager on the quarterback. Right. You know. Um. And and if you like the Rams in this game, but you don't want to lay a buck ninety, one as Kenny White's pointed out, wait until later in the week, right before the game, because the underdog. Uh, money line keeps getting hit, so that should come down. But two, you know, B, um, you know, you want to, uh, you know, you want to, you know, you can get some Rams money line, so to speak, with a Matthew Stafford MVP bet. All right, let's go to props. Actually, RJ, we'll start with you. Give us a prop uh, that you like in this game. Yeah, so I disagree with with Pete on Cup having a bad game. I think he's going to have at least one thirty yard reception. So my first prop is Cup's longest reception over twenty eight and a half yards minus one thirty five. Had this on the prop show we did earlier in the week. I'm sticking with it. It's already moved up a yard. It opened twenty seven and a half. Still like it since he's allowed five thirty plus yard receptions in the last two games. Three to AJ Brown. One each to Tyree Kill and Nicole Hardman. Cup has 22 receptions of at least 29 yards, averaging over one per game. Just seems like he's going to be able to hit one in this game. So that's my first one. I like that one. 
What about you? Cooper Cup under 104 yards receiving. 105. Is it 105? 105 and a half. Yeah, 105 and a half. Well, whatever it was, it's going under. He's not getting 100. Wow, that's, not, that's a bold prediction. He's not getting 100. I think they're going to do a great job. I think Mike Hilton, again, what he did to him when he played with the Steelers, they doubled him with the safety over the top, but they still did a great job on him. You take him away. You make the other guys beat you. That's what I think the Bengals will do. I'll take uh, under on Cooper Cup's yards. I got a 10-unit whale play for you. A prop. Another one. Another one. I'm giving out whale. them out. Whale there. plays. Hey, we're, we're whales around here, right? Yeah, plenty. Yeah, yeah maybe. Sure. Yeah, there's one sitting next to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, did you just get me? I was like, I'm a, I'm a little beluga myself these days. I'm going to take Jamar Chase. That was good. <laughs> Jamar Chase over three and a half rushing yards. What do you think about that? I don't like that one. Yeah, I think they use him in at least in a couple of, like, end rounds, little jet sweeps. And, I mean, look, you, he needs – they'll do it at least once. And if you get one, you just get the four yards, just don't let him rush again. By the way, when I went and walked on the beach the other day, this guy came running up with a harpoon. I said, no, no, don't do it. Please <laughs> don't. I promise. <laughs> All right. Oh, Jamar Chase up to four and a half rushing yards now. Well played, Steven. Oh, oh, they must have got your word. They the must have got your word that I, right I released away. it. When Brinson releases something, it always goes up. Steam, baby. Uh, RJ, give us another prop on your board. Yeah, well, if Pete thinks that they're gonna, uh, Mike Hilton's going to shut down Cooper Cup, you have to go somewhere else with the ball. I like Eli Apple going over three and a half tackles at minus 120. Been targeted six times in three of the last four games, only twice in the first 15 did he get six targeted six times. Only time he's not hard, heavily targeted in the playoffs was when Tennessee only threw 24 passes against Cincinnati. Um, otherwise, he's getting eight targets per game, giving up a catch on 75% of his targets in the playoffs versus 60% in regular season. And since he's on the field 100% of the time, essentially, uh, at this point, um, I think the Rams have the receiver talent to attack him, even if Cup is getting neutralized a little bit, get him to four or five tackles on the game. So I like Apple over three and a half tackles at minus 120. Love that one, RJ. I really do. I think that's a really good, smart football pick. I'm going to go. Um, I didn't put this one down there. I'm going to change something. Okay. Because I got my quarterbacks are kind of linked together so I can get, keep them together. I'm going to go Aaron Donald under sacks. Wow. I think. I think it's just plus money for not to record a sack. I don't think he's going to. I think they're going to block him, double him the entire game. And I know he's good against the double, but I think they're going to do everything and anything to take him away and let the other guys beat him. So I'll take. A, a chance on the plus money on Aaron Donald not getting a sack. I, hey, Chris Jones didn't get a sack. Yeah, he should have, yeah. but he didn't. I think I think that's a good bet, just because the Rams. I'm not saying they'll be okay with it, but they're probably expecting that. You know, I mean, Aaron Donald's coming to this game expecting to see a ton of double teams. He has to be. I mean, if, he, if he's not, you know, he ain't thinking right. And if he's getting the double teams, I think he's okay getting the double teams because he's just going to fight through them. He's going to wear down two dudes on every single play, and it's going to allow Leonard Floyd and Von Miller to try Correct. and get pressure from the edges. Now, and again, like, I've been saying this all week, and it's, you know, I feel like you say it five billion times, but it's like, um, it feels like whichever defensive line wins the most, that's the team that's going to win. Usually that's the way it works in this season. Right, right. I mean, I know, it's, I know it's cliche and it's, like, obvious, but that just in this game it really feels that way. Um, I will uh, – one of my props, I'm going to take Odell Beckham over five-and-a-half receptions. Like that one, too. And Odell Beckham over longest reception, 23-and-a-half. Like that one, too. Um, I, now, you talk about what they're gonna, how they're going to attack Aaron Donald. I mean, I don't know if it's going to work with the Cooper Cup stuff, but I do agree with you that they're going to try and take Cooper Cup away. Everyone would like to take Cooper, to Cooper, take Cooper Cup away. Odell Beckham has been substantial, much like Von Miller, 
the his addition to the Rams has been really good. Like he has been very good in the playoffs. It looked like he struggled out of the gate to get adjusted. Vaughn did too. These guys are come on gangbusters in the playoffs. And I, I don't think Pete, it would be that crazy if the Rams came out purposely targeting Odell, knowing that the Bengals might be trying to take away Cup. And if they shift some coverage, then you start to go after Cup. Go back to the Chiefs game when they went to like bunch on one side and left uh, Hardman in one on one situation on the other side. They, they hit the big play down the field, then they missed one. They should have hit it. Um, he had those opportunities. I think you're right. I think Beckham's going to get those opportunities. Yeah, okay. I like it. Uh, RJ, what's, uh, what's next for you? I got Matthew Stafford over two and a half rush attempts at plus 100. He averaged just under two rushes per game in the regular season, but he's had at least four rushes in each playoff game, 15 total, averaging five per game. Kneel downs at the end of the game could get us there if the Rams win, like I think they do. But even if not, just three of his 15 postseason carries were kneel downs anyway. He had six sneaks up the middle, five scrambles, plus one aborted snap, which counts as a rush. And these are the games where if you're a quarterback, you do everything you can to win. And there's no reason to hold anything back. So if he sees, you know, any any chance to pick up yardage, um, you know, and getting pressure, he's going to go take it instead of throwing the ball away, I think. So over two and a half rush attempts, it just seems the way he's pacing in the playoffs, he'll get to four or five. What about, They'll pressure him out. They'll get him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Um, I actually was surprised by this. I looked up because um, I was yelling at somebody on Twitter about Stafford. is uh Ben Baldwin, who's like convinced it's like I, ben, I think Ben does great work, but he's like he takes just take the L on Stafford, bro. You were wrong. Like he like he thinks he's like Jared Goff or something. Have we figured out yet? By the way, on the Aaron Donald prop, if he gets a half a sack, does that count as a win? Uh, Debo will check for us on the Aaron Donald, and we'll let you know. Um, so Stafford over. I like I like Stafford over Rush Yard. I think he'll yeah. lay it on the line. Yeah. Oh, he was. I was gonna say uh, I was looking it up on, on PFF. He was actually fifth rated rushing quarterback. His runs were fifth graded by PFF or whatever the hell that's worth. That's weird. Isn't that right? All right. What's, well, what else you got? All right. I got both quarterbacks over passing yards. I think they're both going over. Again, I love to feel like a game is going to get loose, like sure. I always say. This one's getting loose. You think, and you think it gets loose early? I think it's loose from start to finish. If it's not, the Bengals aren't winning. Okay. Oh, I agree with that. Okay, so it's got to be loose, and I think it gets loose right from the get-go. I think I think that the Bengals – there's a path. I think the Bengals – the path to the Bengals winning is wild shootout. Yeah, so get loose. It gets loose. Uh, both quarterbacks get loose, and I think both of them go over their yardage numbers. All right. I'm going to take an under on Joe Burrow pass attempts. 36 and a half. It's come down a little bit. Burrow doesn't – like he, he, he if, it, if the game gets loose, he's going to clear that number. But I think these coaches are so conservative and so run-oriented that we're just not going to see a ton of passing attempts from Joe Burrow. Now, look, they come out, they come out up tempo, no huddle, pew 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 pew, with Joe Burrow slinging it around like that. Then I'm in trouble here. I don't like that one at all. Okay, I think he's going to well, throw yeah, you, 42, 43 times. Okay, uh, I like the under here. I just think we, we see Burrow. There's an advantage of these pass attempt unders. Uh, Joe Burrow could go under there. Uh, what else do you have, RJ? So you guys, I heard you giving out a couple picks at the same time, you know, your quarterback overs and your uh, your Beckham props. I'm going to give you three at the same time then. I'm going to come back with my John Breach special oh, here. Oh, baby. Like three, it. Three like field, it. Like the John Breach special. Three field goal props, all winners. Longest field goal against total points in the game, 
Longest field goal, plus 125. I like that side. Like I said, I like this game to stay under the 48 and a half. I also expect McPherson to get a chance to hit one from 50 plus. He has three of them during the playoffs. They have total confidence in him after he's made four playoffs in each or four field goals in each playoff game. So um, I think that longest I don't like field, that one because I don't like that one, RJ, because that means you need a 62 yarder with my. I know. I was going to say, hopefully, your McPherson winner, your McPherson winner at the end of the game is from 62 yards. And I think he could hit it from that distance. So I'm not going to count him out. Um, and then, uh, and on on that note, longest made field goal in the game. I like Bengals minus 115. Matt Gay was short on a 47-yarder against Tampa and came nowhere close on a 54-yarder against San Francisco, while McPherson has just been awesome in the playoffs with all those long field goals too. And I think the Rams are more successful driving it into the opponent's territory, and they're going to attempt shorter field goals anyway. And if the Bengals you know, have to kick a 50-55 yard field goal, I think they have the utmost confidence in him to hit it. So I like Bengals um, on that prop. And then both teams with a 35-plus yard field goal, yes, at plus 100. Since he's hit a field goal of this length in 11 straight, while the Rams have hit it in 10 of 12 games since the start of November. Um, so I just think the odds should be – should be well, that should be favored instead of being the underdog here at even odds. So I like both teams with a 35-plus yard field goal. Like that one too. Yep. Well, what else you got, Pete? That's all I had. That's all you got? Yeah. Well, Let me double-check and make sure that uh... – all right, I've got uh, two running back props that I like. Cam Akers under 64 and a half rushing yards and Joe Mixon under 25 and a half receiving yards. These are not necessarily about the game script per se. It's more about if you look at the usage here, Akers saw his snaps drop dramatically after the two fumbles in Tampa Bay. Daryl Henderson looks like he's going to be coming back into play. So he's probably going to be in there more in passing downs. Um, and, and they'll mix him into the, into the rushing attack. I think they'll, if they get, if they get a lead and they're trying to salt it away, I think Sony Michelle might be the guy after Cam Akers, uh, security, ball security issues. And then with Mixon, you know, down the stretch of the regular season, they were using him all the time like basically the whole game. And then they switched it up a little bit in the playoffs. And now they've been using Samaje Piran again on these third downs. So I think Mixon, while you know, he could get over that in one catch, you know, easily. I think we see Akers not get as much usage in the run game and Mixon not as much usage in the pass game. So I like those unders. By the way, what is the receiving yardage for Piran? Um receiving yards uh for Piran. 28, 25, I guess. No, it's lower than that. I think his his over under yeah. catches is only one and a half. Whoa. Well, here's why. We saw the screen pass for a touchdown in the championship game. If he didn't go the wrong way, was it him that went the wrong way? Yeah, he went the wrong way on the other one. I watched that tape. Oh, yeah, he went That the was wrong a way. walk-in. Oh, he's scoring. Easily. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. He's way over those numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, look, the, the Rams aren't a heavy blitzing team, so I don't think you're going to get those. But I, I'd be curious to see what his over numbers are for receiving. Okay. Uh, catches is one and a half and – uh, P Ryan is not on Caesars for yardage. Yeah. So we, we can't look at that quite yet. Maybe it'll pop back up later. Uh, I'm also going to throw out, I got Cooper cup first Rams to first Rams touchdown, not first touchdown of the game. First touchdown of the game by anybody. He's plus four twenty. I actually think that's an okay bet because frankly, he, they're just going to feed. Just, they like to feed him first Rams touchdown is plus two sixty. I love that bet. I took, I like Tyler Boyd. Yeah, you had Tyler Boyd, 12 to 1 first yeah. touchdown score. Yeah, I like that one. Touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, RJ, you've got some uh, some more random props, I believe. Or yeah, I have, 
I have three what I say quote unquote auto plays. These are just trend plays. You got to pay more juice to, to hit these, but they just the way the Super Bowls have gone, these these have hit. You know, the lot, more way more often than not. Score in the first five and a half minutes, yes or no? No is minus one sixty. That's what we're going with. Hasn't been a score in this window since the twenty fifteen season, and nine of the past twelve have been scoreless after five and a half minutes. I think it'll be a, it'll be another slow start, like you said, conservative on both sides, and we hit the no there. Score in the last three and a half minutes of the fourth quarter, yes is minus one sixty this time. It's happened in seven straight and thirteen of the last 14 think we're going to get another score there and then team scores that does the team that score last win the game yes is minus 210 lot lot to pay but yes is hitting eight straight and 15 of the past 16 and the only miss in that stretch was on an intentional safety by harbaugh with the ravens giving up the, the two points so i think he can get better field position and run out some clock there so um those three just you know for whatever reason hit trenton super bowl after super bowl so keep playing them if you can find a place where you can parlay them together get plus odds on all three maybe that's the way to go but i think uh, those are the quote-unquote auto plays just because the trends say they're going to hit uh i have a question what do you guys think about i was looking at this on, on caesars you can parlay because the juice is crazy on it. Matthew Stafford's like minus 220. Over one and a half passing touchdowns, Stafford. Over one and a half passing touchdowns, Burrow. You can parlay them at plus 130. Oh, that's that's gold. Right? Isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, that's gold. You want to take it? You want to add it? Yeah, there? add there, it there. in. That's gold. Right, toss that parlay. Prop I'd, parlay. I'd like to amend it to over uh, two and a half. Two and a half? Um, You'd probably get great value. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. Especially if you parlayed the two. Also, I think another one. Uh, I've mentioned this all week, and it is everybody. There's a lot of people on this, so I'm not like saying this. It's all mine, but no on opening kickoff touchback. Um, Pat McAfee talked about this before last uh, year's Super Bowl. The they bring the ball out of a box, and it's not like a K ball. It's not like a used worn K ball. It's a special Super Bowl ball, and it's like a plastic rock. Like and they rock. said they can't. They just can't kick it all the way down there. It's Kenny White has pointed out. It's warmer. You know, it'd be 83 at kickoff, so maybe the ball sails. But you got these juiced up returners. Uh, prefer that the Rams be kicking off for this prop to hit. But it was plus 160. It's down to even money. I still like it at even money. I think, and it's hit like 10 out of the last 12 Super Bowls. I wonder what the odds would be if on uh, holding Cooper Cup without a catch. Cooper Cup zero catch is probably 50 to one. More than that. I mean, what, RJ, what would you make Cooper Cup zero catches? Uh, <laughs> That'd be 500 to one. Yeah, I think you'd have to make it 100 to one. Um, you know, may, maybe a little more. Um, oh, yeah. But but I think I think nobody's really going to take action on it either way. So um, uh, right. if you're looking at uh, okay, exact, talk, uh, you, can't, you, you can't bet exact uh, number of catches or zero, but you can bet, uh, bet number of exact touchdown passes. So if Pete wants to go over two and a half, you get three touchdown passes for Burrow is three to one and four touchdown passes is eight to one. Five touchdown passes, 25 to one. If you want to do that. Uh, all right, let's touch a little bit more on the first touchdown score. You mentioned Tyler Boyd at 12 to 1. I, I have no, I will be betting that almost certainly. Um, the problem is th- this market in particular is not, they have shrunk this market a lot. Like Boyd would normally be like 20 to 1, like right. last year. Right. Cup is plus 420. Cam Akers is 575. Joe Mixon, 625. Jamar Chase, 650. Odell Beckham, 7 to 1. T Higgins, 8 to 1. Tyler Boyd, 12 to 1. Van Jefferson, 14 to 1. We got the tight ends locked because we don't know. I mean, Burrow thirty to one, Stafford thirty to one. Like those just aren't great numbers, in my opinion. No, it's not. There's not great value there. So that's why I sort of think, give me Cup at four to one. Like instead, no, of, I'll take Boyd at twelve to one. I think I'll, I'll, I'll probably bet Cup and Boyd at, at four at four to one and twelve to one. Yeah. Um, and I'll instead of sprinkling around on different guys, and I do think if you could find a spot where C.J. Ozama or T, uh, Tyler Higby are like. 
20 to 21 right. plus, they would make sense they if they're able sense. to came, come back. back. Uh, RJ, any thoughts on that first touchdown score? Can I do a last touchdown score? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'll go with um, Sonny Michelle, his last touchdown score at 19 to 1. Uh, if you think the Rams are winning like I do, they might be salting the game away in the second half. You know, That's Cam Akers had those fumbles um, in, in, in that uh, Buccaneers game, and that put the Buccaneers back in the game. Four fumbles on, on the day for the team. Uh, then we saw uh, him play like 30% of the snaps, and he was dealing with an injury in the last game. So if uh, they want to salt it away and they prefer Sonny Michelle out there, I think he could, you know, run it inside, get a little touchdown at the end of the game at 19 to 1. So um, first touchdown, I don't love anything there i don't I, I wouldn't play him first touchdown i might go stafford and hope for one of those sneaks at the goal line like he's had a few times um but last touchdown i like sony michelle i like sony michelle last touchdown score that's pretty good if, if you like the rams to win yeah i don't so right yeah so you yeah. like i like the, last score of the evan mcpherson oh there you go there you go. i'm sure you can bet last score to be a field goal uh somewhere all right any other thoughts on this super bowl picks you want to make Anything else you want to throw out there? Nothing on my end. <laughs> no, excuse me. I got nothing. All right. Feel, I mean, it feels like this week is flying by. Yeah, it does. It is. It's flying by. It's because we're sitting on a rooftop helipad. Beautiful weather. We know, normally, you. this is where I land my helicopter, but I travel. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> we miss you out here, RJ. Oh, it's Friday. Sorry, the week has flown by. That's right. This, <laughs> this podcast came out on Friday. Yeah. The week flew by, Ooh, everybody. Wee. It flew um, by. All right. 48 hours to the Super Bowl. If you've got questions about props, hit us up on Twitter at Will Brinson at Prisco CBS at RJ White One. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the game. We can't all win. No. But two I'm of us winning. can. I'm winning. <laughs> All right, for Pete and RJ, I'm Brenton. See you guys later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.